Chapter seventy six of Chicot the Jester by Alexander Dumas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia. Chapter seventy six How Monsieur de Saint Luc acquitted himself of the commission given to him by Bussy. Let us leave Saint Luc a little while in Schomberg's room and see what had passed between him and Bussy. Once out of the hall, Saint Luc had stopped and looked anxiously at his friend. Are you ill? said he you are so pale you look as though you were about to faint oh no i am only choking with anger you do not surely mind those fellows you shall see come bussy be calm you are charming really be calm indeed if you had had half said to you that i have had someone would have been dead before this well what do you want you are my friend you have already given me a terrible proof of it ah my dear friend said st luc who believed monsoreau dead and buried do not thank me it is not worth while certainly the thrust was a good one and succeeded admirably but it was the king who showed it to me when he kept me here a prisoner at the louvre dear friend N never mind monsoreau tell me about diana was she pleased at last does she pardon me will the wedding take place oh my dear friend we must wait till monsoreau is dead what cried st luc starting back as though he had put his foot on a pointed nail yes poppies are not such dangerous plants as you thought he did not die from his fall on them but is alive and more furious than ever really yes and he talks of nothing but vengeance and of killing you on the first occasion and I have announced his death to every one. He will find his heirs in mourning. But he shall not give me the lie. I shall meet him again. And if he escapes me a second time... Calm yourself, my dear St. Luke. Really, I am better off than you would think. It is the Duke whom he suspects and of whom he is jealous. I am his dear Bussy, his precious friend. That is only natural, for it was that fool of a Remy who cured him. What an idiot he must have been! He has an idea that, as an honest man and a doctor, it is his duty to cure people. However, Monsoreau says he owes his life to me and confides his wife to my care. Ah, I understand that this makes you wait more patiently for his death. However, I am quite thunderstruck at the news. But now, my friend, let us leave Monsoreau. Yes, let us enjoy life while he is still ill. But once he is well, I shall order myself a suit of mail. Have new locks put on my doors, and you must ask the Duke d'Anjou if his mother has not given him some antidote against poison. Meanwhile, let us amuse ourselves. Well, my dear friend, you see you have only rendered me half a service. Do you wish me to finish it? Yes, in another way. Speak. Are you great friends with those four gentlemen? Ma foi, we are something like cats and dogs in the sun, as long as we get the heat, but we agree. But if one of us took the warmth from another, then I do not answer for the consequences. Well, will you go for me to Montroquelis first? Ah? And ask him what day it will please him that I should cut his throat or he mine. I will. You do not mind it? Not the least in the world. I will go at once if you wish. One moment. 
As you go, just call on Monsieur Schomberg, and make him the same proposal. Schomberg, too? Diable! How you go on! Well, as you wish. Then, my dear St. Luc, as you are so amiable, go also to Monsieur Mogiron and ask him to join the party. What? Three? Bussy, you cannot mean it. I hope that is all. No, from him go to Depernon. Four? Even so, my dear friend, I need not recommend to a man like you to proceed with courtesy and politeness towards the gentleman. Let the thing be done in gallant fashion. You shall be content, my friend. What are your conditions? I make none. I accept theirs. Your arms? What they like. The day, place, and hour? Whatever suits them. But... Oh, never mind such trifles, but do it quickly. I will walk in the little garden of the Luxembourg. You will find me there when you have executed your commission. You will wait, then? Yes. It may be long. I have time. We know how St. Luke found the four young men and accompanied them to Schomberg's house. St. Luke remained in the antechamber, waiting until, according to the etiquette of the day, the four young men were installed in the saloon, ready to receive him. Then an usher came and saluted St. Luke, who followed him to the threshold of the saloon, where he announced Monsieur Despinet de St. Luke. Schomberg then rose and saluted his visitor, who, to mark the character of the visit, instead of returning it, put on his hat. Schomberg then, turning towards Quellus, said, I have the honor to present to you Monsieur Jacques de Levis, Comte de Quellus. The two gentlemen bowed, and then the same ceremony was gone through with the others. This done, the four friends sat down, but St. Luc remained standing and said to Quellus, Monsieur le Comte, you have insulted Monsieur le Comte Louis de Clermont d'Amboise, Seigneur de Poussy, who presents to you his compliments and calls you to single combat on any day and hour, and with such arms as may please you. Do you accept? Certainly. Monsieur de Poussy does me much honor. Your day and hour, Monsieur le Comte? Tomorrow morning at seven o'clock. Your arms? Rapier and dagger, if that suits Monsieur de Bussy. St. Luke bowed. Then he addressed the same questions to the others and received the same answers. If we all choose the same day and hour, Monsieur de Bussy will be rather embarrassed, said Schomberg. Certainly, replied St. Luke. Monsieur de Bussy may be embarrassed, but he says that the circumstance would not be new to him, as it has already happened at the Tournelle. And he would fight us all four? All four. Separately? Separately or at once? The four young men looked at each other, then Quellus, red with anger, said, It is very fine of Monsieur de Bussy, but however little we may be worth, we can each do our own work. We will accept, therefore, the Count's proposal, fighting separately, or rather which will be still better, as we do not seek to assassinate a gallant man. Chance shall decide which of us shall fight, Monsieur de Bussy. And the three others? Oh, Monsieur de Bussy has too many friends, and we too many enemies for them to remain with folded arms. Do you agree to this, gentlemen? Yes, cried all. If Monsieurs Ribarac, Entragues, and Livarot will join the party, it would be complete. "'Gentlemen,' said St. Luke, 
I will transmit your desires to Monsieur de Bussy, and I believe I may promise that he is too courteous not to agree with your wishes. It is therefore only remains for me to thank you in his name. Then he took his leave after throwing his purse to the four lackeys, whom he found outside to drink to their master's healths. End of chapter 76 Recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia